Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Hello, sushi jackknife. <laughs> Holden. Hello, Holden. Hi, Holden. <laughs> sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Hello, Holden. <laughs> it's your dad. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife. All right, all right. Hey, D, how are how are we audio wise? We good? Oh, fucking beautiful. This is this is weird. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's weird being where we are right now. Yeah, this is uncomfortable. You don't like it? I don't have anything in my face. I know. This is what I'm saying. We should explain. Hi, everybody. I'm, I'm putting my hand on my face. <laughs> Don't do just that. So I feel more comfortable. So we're recording actually where I work, mm -hmm. um, uh, which I'll never tell you guys where I work. I'm just not going to do it's it. It's Schlotzky's. Yeah, we're in the back of a Schlotzky's. Uh, we actually have some really nice microphones, um, but they're above us, which is cool, except for the fact that we're used to not seeing our mouth parts moving when we yeah. do this. And right now I'm looking at your stupid face. Well, and I don't have headphones. Right, there's no headphones. Basically, I feel very vulnerable. Yeah, and uh, almost nude. You feel a little nude. I feel nude. I mean, that's because I'm not. I don't mind you feeling wearing nude. much, but well, yeah. Your mankini is. I mean, it's it's just, riding up. By it's the way. barely holding your junk in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's how I like it. For those who don't know, Nathan, it's got a lot to hold in. Yeah. Well, I. Um, I've been inspired watching the Olympics this week. Oh, God. So, um, watching the platform diving, mm -hmm. I saw what they were wearing. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. You can't pull off the Phelps look. <laughs> I'm just No, I, I don't need... I'm not going Phelps. I'm okay. going a full-on, you know, Chinese diver. What do they wear? Thong? Yeah. Whoa. I mean, not thong. Speedo. Oh, that's the same. No, not the same. No. Okay. Different. Welcome to Butt Sushi cheeks now. are covered. <laughs> Welcome to Sushi Jackknife. But, butt cheeks. <laughs> Welcome to Sushi Jackknife. Hi, everybody. I hijacked that intro. You sure as hell did. That was, that was actually probably one of the worst intros we've ever done. Do we need to redo it? Strike it. Strike it. Okay, go ahead. Try it again. No, I don't think I can. Oh. Okay. I haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit. You, uh, last week, we, we didn't get a chance to record. Yes. Because I was traveling to a wedding with a uh, screaming child in the back seat and a uh, stranger we'd never met who knew the groom of the wedding. Um, who did? Through their, their work at a Magic the Gathering store. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack yeah, here. Yeah. Wait, well, wait. We can start wherever I, you'd like here. Uh, okay, yeah. I understand about your child. Mm -hmm. What I'm having. Let me, let me set the groundwork here. Okay. We own a car. Don't, we don't have to go that far back. Let's go. We purchased the car. Let's go a little closer to, uh, to time. We decided to drive said car to Kansas City. Nathan? For the wedding. I don't need this much backstory. Okay. So, the groom has a friend. Who lives in Nashville? Okay. They met each other uh -huh. working in a store uh -huh. that sells Magic the Gathering supplies. Is that all they sell? I think so. Wow. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a good business model. And judging by the fact that neither one of them works there, it probably probably wasn't. And they so probably were let go because. Yeah. Here's my way, main no question one, for you. No one wanted to spend that money. Yeah. For cards. Yeah. Here's my main question for you. During the car ride. Yeah. How often did he uh, have to replenish his hit points along the way? <laughs> it was every stop. Every stop? Yeah. Every yeah. stop he was just walking around outside the gas station mm -hmm. trying to find a potion to replenish his hit points. I feel like Magic the Gathering people, <laughs> when they're out of their normal community, mm -hmm. I feel like they're, they're, like they're cruising. Yeah. Almost like I cruise for dudes. Like they're cruising for people to play magic. A quick game, a quick, you know, anonymous game of magic. Gotta with. get their magic fix. They gotta get their magic rocks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I this is this is what the level of magic is, like in the nerd culture. Yeah. I have a friend I work with who is 
into Dungeons and Dragons. He's the dungeon master in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. I told him this story and mentioned Magic the Gathering, and he said, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) The dungeon master? Yeah. So curled his nose. The dungeon master thinks Magic the Gathering is too nerdy. Too nerdy. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, and, you, and to be fair, uh, Dustin, the guy who wrote with us, very nice person. Okay. But yeah, it was it was a weird situation. Second question. Yeah. How much Pokemon Go did he play? Uh, every single time. <laughs> and that's that's the actual truth. That's the god's yeah. honest truth. <laughs> and I think he was trying to hide it, honestly. Mm. Like, we stopped on the way back. We stopped at one point to feed the child. Mm-hmm. And he said something about going to another gas station because he heard there's free coffee there. Which is a confusing thing to say. My guess, based on what he was doing with his phone when he came back, was there was some sort of pokey stop mm-hmm. at that gas station. He must have... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got a Charizard? I don't know. Who knows? Squirrel. Uh, Yeah. I learned two more, by the way. Abra and Kadabra. That's right. I remember that now. I'm now at like six Pokemon. Yeah. I wonder which Pokemon like coffee. That's totally Jigglypuff. (laughs) I feel like you could shave a little bit of Jigglypuff off and like sweeten your coffee (laughs) as well. I... um, yeah, most of most of our conversations were very normal and not upsetting or nerdy or anything. Right. Except um, we got started talking about politics. Oh no. As I do. You I'm a do. politically minded individual. You are. You are. Um, you have solid opinions. And I this is it's just an answer that drives me nuts when you're talking about politics. He said I don't follow politics, so I don't really know what's happening. I kind of identify as an anarchist, <laughs> which, if you don't follow politics mm-hmm. and you don't know what's going on, you don't get to identify as anything. No, no. And, so, and anarchy, correct me if I'm wrong here, but anarchy has to exist in opposition to everything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you must be abreast of the situation right. in order to choose anarchy. Well, the way I view it, that would be like if I walked around going, I don't really follow hockey. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about hockey, but I'm really into the Hartford Whalers. <laughs> Big Whalers fan. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. You don't get to you don't get to pick a side in the argument if you don't know what's going on. That's very true. So I had to Nip that convo in the bud. Did you yell at him? I just punched him in the throat. Okay. That's how I, I settle. And depleted his hit points by yeah. 20. <laughs> That's how I settle things. <laughs> so it's, it's another, the other interesting factor about tonight is um, we have a friend listening in. I think she's still here. Hi, Di. Hi, uh, that's Debert, everybody. I actually mentioned Debert on uh, a little thing recently. Just briefly, because we were talking about the music industry. We had a very interesting conversation about the music industry. And then you mentioned Dilbert. Dilbert. Yeah, Dilbert. Her name is Dilbert. Dilbert, yeah. Respect. Anyway, she's she's viewing us from afar. She's chuckling right now. She's in a control room Mm -hmm. with glass and everything, so we can't hear her. We can only see her. I assume what she's saying is just a solid string of profanities directed Mm -hmm. at us. Yeah. That and, like, Pentecostal magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which we... She's nodding yes. We deserve it. We do. Likely, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Big gone, Satan! Mm-hmm. If you ever want to, if you want to come out here at any point, Debert, you are more than welcome. By the way. Yeah, we need some Dilbert time. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you come up with the nickname? Uh, actually, I didn't come up with the nickname. We have a person here at work who generates all of our nicknames. Uh huh. She's a nickname generator. Hi, there's Debert. She shows Debert. Without she chose Debert. realizing it is close yeah, to the cartoon character. Right. Are you in your own chair? All, right. All the women who independent get their own fucking chairs now. <laughs> if I'm All not mistaken, mamas. this is the, the first female to be on the show that isn't married to us. That's right. That's right. Though, All right. we are married in souls. We're parallel souls. Parallel souls. 
She has a cousin who is my doppelganger. He's mm-hmm. he's slightly more attractive than I am. I mean, but he is my doppelganger, and I have a cousin who reminds me a lot of her. It's, if like a healthier version of my cousin <laughs> is Diana. Diana is a healthier version of my cousin. Excuse me, Debert. 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 Do you do you prefer Debert or Dilbert? Um, Debert <laughs> is good. Is this your Dogbert? first? Dogbert. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that too. Is this That's your fun. first time on the podcast? It is. What do you think actually. so far? I'm into it. Are you? Yeah. That yeah. makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I I I watched Tony Robbins. Okay. I'm not your guru. Did you see that pop up on Netflix? No. Holy shit. We share Netflix. I mean, no, we don't. Not share. officially. We don't. Password? We, we share it like a child. We just like to um, let each other know what's going on on our individual not related Netflix accounts. Oh. Anyone who's listening from the Netflix company. Yes. Right. I pay my bill on the 15th. Anyway, <laughs> Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. It's called I Am Not Your Guru. Yeah. And I think we all know the basic premise of Tony Robbins. Yeah. Motivational speaker and all yeah, that. Yeah, he's the guru. He, well, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was fascinating. I couldn't sleep one night. Uh, like This is like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. couldn't sleep at all. I was up all night because I had a cup of coffee at like 8 o'clock. It was so stupid. That was anyway, really dumb. It was really dumb. I think that's the up. feed from the radio show coming through. It sounds like old-timey game show music. Yeah. I, well, I think it's the feed from the radio. Forward night. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that out. Um, I'll do some editing. Oh, it's time to play Family Feud! Yeah, that's not, that's not Ghosts. Um, it's fine. So, oh my god, don't play. I'm just kidding. So this Tony Robbins thing, right? Yeah. He... The documentary is done by, first of all, an independent group. This is not someone that Tony Robbins hired. Very important. Did he know they were doing a documentary on him? He did. Okay. Yeah. Because that's important to know, too. It is. You're right. It is. Um, so it focuses on a program that he does. It's like a, I think it's a six-day program. Um, 12-hour days for each day. Very intense, very intensive. Like 2,500 people, each of them pay like five grand to do this. That was going to be my question. Yeah, five grand. Yeah, okay. The, and so they, they show you the seminar, and then they also show you like behind the scenes, like when he's riding in his SUV, when he's getting pumped up in the morning. He has this beautiful house in Florida with like flowy water and shit. And he'll like, he'll meditate, right? Mm-hmm. He'll meditate, mm-hmm. but he'll also like pump his arms in the air. Like when he's meditating, he's really like the whole thing, he's getting pumped. He's pumped. All the time. That doesn't. He's jazzed. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of meditate. I mean, yeah. he meditate meditates too, but then he's also like, boom, he's got this big energy. Psych himself up. Yeah, like before he. Um, Someone just walked in. Oh, it's probably. You got, oh. you got hey. a couple. in but back back mask all of it that'd be fun just like do that. an entire like two minutes second. <laughs> sorry if this is going off the rails a bit uh, so they're they're filming the documentary mm-hmm. right? aggressive meditating he's aggressively meditating yeah 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 um before he goes on stage he jumps on this little trampoline to like get himself pumped. have you ever heard tony robbins talk by the way he does like this he's got like not that sounds like a smoker he's more like gravelly He's got a really like yeah. like a growl. Like a growl. He's a big man. He's a big man. Uh, he got a big head. You know, he kind of looks like the cartoon dog, the cartoon muscle dog. He's like a V. Uh, you know, like he's wide muscle dog. You know, from like from he's like cinched. he's cinched. 
Yeah, good wording. Cinched. She taught me all kinds of words. Cinched. You've never heard the word. <laughs> well, cinched? but not in this context. Blasian. I didn't know what a blasian was. Uh, a black a, person, yeah. Asian person yeah. combined. Yeah. Like um, you take a black person and you yeah. smush them together. Yeah, like you get um, a blasian. Russell Simmons and Kamora Lee. They were Simmons. two people, and Their then they kids got smushed. Are hmm. oh. Would it also be considered blasian? If it was like a Dr. Frankenstein situation. Where you combine you them. Parts from yeah. a black individual and an Asian individual. Um, and you put them together, like you sewed them. Yeah. Like they're dead. Well, yeah. Okay. Took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> took a dark turn. This took a dark turn. So. Um, but no, so. Um, can we can we focus on this cartoon dog for a second? Yeah, you've never seen this cartoon dog? What are you talking about? There's, yeah. Oh, they. <laughs> totally. That's right. <laughs> the speakers are out. Will you go? Will you go kill the? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So there's a cartoon dog, right? And he's a V. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I'm trying to say, he's. Um, I can picture a dog, and I can picture a cartoon. Well, dog, like and all I can the, picture a V. Like all the Hanna Barbera, or like all the the Buzz Bunny cartoons and stuff. He would be like the tough dog. Okay. Right. He'd be the tough dog. I still feel like you're picturing a specific dog. Yes. And now I have a general dog in mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with the general dog. He's a specific dog. He's a Tony, character. Tony Robbins is a general dog. Yes, very muscular dog. Yes. In a V shape with a cinch. Mm-hmm. As D, so aptly put it. Um, so he, he gets pumped up. He goes out on stage. And what he does, I mean, he has some like general lessons, but then he does these interventions with people. The film opens with an intervention. He's asked people in the audience to raise their hand if they're suicidal. He, like, right out there on front street he's like are you suicidal and six or seven people get up and he picks this one guy to go talk to to intervention with mm-hmm. right the guy but i mean within three minutes maybe the guy is in tears he's right. like but he's come around a corner and you can see it like the guy this tony robs guy it's I think it's charisma. I think that's the big thing that he has mm-hmm. is charisma. I don't know if these effects are lasting, but like in that moment, these people are a little different. Now, not everybody. It's not 100%. Even the documentary shows that. But a couple people, it's like, damn, they turned a corner. If he chose one suicidal person to talk to. <laughs> Six sevens died. Okay, that's yeah, what I was yeah, going to yeah, yeah. He saved one and sacrificed. Like, it's not a yeah. great... Safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, ostensibly, they well, what he does, he has this team, he has this massive team of people. Mm-hmm. So they look for it's, it's sophisticated. The guy's been doing this for like 20, 30 years. Yeah. Um, they look for uh, risky people that are on the edge, and they they give them special attention. All I, I'm sure because it's a huge liability if they off themselves, you know. And he's not a psychiatrist, he's not a psychologist, nothing like that. A counselor, even he's just a motivational speaker. So he has the same level of expertise that I have. Like I could, kind I could of. just start screaming in people's faces. <laughs> he does do that, and <laughs> I could be the next. Yeah, Robin. yeah. I mean, let me pull. I pulled so, some. Yeah. Do we have any credentials? He no, not really. I mean, he, he just saved that one guy. At this, <laughs> at this point, he's been doing it for so long okay. that Nobody it's. Well, I mean, I think they. I think there's a lot of skepticism yeah. around him, but I. But I, there's also plenty of people go to his stuff, you know, and like there are like legitimate people that talk about going to like one of his programs and how it helped them, and now they're they're not crazy people. They're like, you know, people we know in culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Not the crazy ones. Um, here's some quotes I pulled out, okay? Rejection breeds obsession. Okay. Okay. Your problem is your gift. Ooh. That's kind of a, it's kind of an acceptance one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, this is gendered, but you could apply it. Heal the boy and the man will emerge. Uh, what is my favorite? Stay in your head. You're dead. <laughs> He didn't say that to the suicidal guy, by the way. Mm. He said that to everybody. Right. Um, and the two suicidal people that hadn't already off themselves. Right. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> right, here we go. <laughs> We're meant to grow, so we have something to give. Okay. Yeah. Um, and life is growth. Oh, this is at the... Uh, well, I'll get to this. Um, so it opens with the suicidal guy, and you can tell this dude has turned a corner, right? Th- then there's, like, a girl, a lady who um, 
is in a relationship she's not happy with. And he has her call the boyfriend. First of all, everyone, it's all about parents. It's kind of Freudian. He gets to parent Like, he'll ask someone, he'll say, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, I want to lose weight. Whatever. That Someone said that. And he said, why did your mom make you fat? Exactly. Okay. That kind of thing. He just goes right to that, you know. Wow. And he, he'll use, like, he'll use profanity and stuff to, like, and he, say, he says this. It's, it's a tactic he's thought about. He says he'll be like, what the fuck are we doing? Because he wants to, like, break people out of their sort of normal zone. So he uses language like that to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, so the second, the second person, she calls the boyfriend in the middle of it and breaks up with him in the in the middle of the seminar in this front is like, of everyone in front of everyone on the phone he's on speakerphone uh, on like day one or two this happens can you right? can you imagine real quick just being the boyfriend oh fuck so oh, like you're hanging out with your friends yes it's a documentary on Netflix yes you're, you're hanging out with your friends <clears throat> you get a call from your girlfriend mm-hmm. you pick it up and she's like, hey, Tony Robbins says I have to break up with her. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And then you have to turn around and right. go, they're like, what happened? Tony Robbins told her to break up with me. I don't know. And at the, at the end, it's revealed that they actually, this, she's the one who's the most skeptical. Mm-hmm. Though you could, she still had takeaways because they interview the people that he intervenes with, right? They kind of focus on them. She, they get back together. Her and the boyfriend get back mm. together at the end. Um, but, you know, while they're doing this in front of everybody he's like he's like he's like saying am i is tony making you do this am i making you do this you know she's like no no i really want to do this mm-hmm. you know but who knows i mean maybe it and was then they pressure. got done and and she went no tony totally tony, made, tony me, made me do this yeah <laughs> was screaming in my face right right the worst one the most intense one uh well not the worst it was actually it was the, i rolled tears i really did i rolled tears at this one there was a girl who stood up who looked to- so totally put together. So totally, I mean, t- beautiful, first of all, and, and normal feather earrings and stuff. Uh, she was gorgeous. She was. Um, and then she starts talking. And, well, she what? The feather, the feather earring, earring thing is a very strange detail, detail? to latch on to. I like feather earrings. <laughs> she was really put together. She her feather hair was done. <laughs> she had feather earrings. Not you never see a girl who's not put together. The truth that has feathered earrings. I'm gonna be honest. Never paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> not one time. I think both of our wives have feathered earrings. Feather earrings. Probably haven't yeah. paid attention. Don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> she she gets to the meat pretty quick. She's uh-huh. like, here's what happened to me. So she was raised in Brazil in this like cult where they like start. They show God's love through sex, and they start raping all the kids at like six. So she was molested and raped like repeatedly, 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 and she's so put together. And like her whole family went through this, and she's explaining how she's the one that had to be strong, and all this. And all he really does is he just he he. First of all, his eye contact is incredible. Mm-hmm. He does not break. He's like there's 2,500 people, but it's like you're the only person there. It's you and him. And all he does is, is give her a hug and just tell her how. You know, by virtue of the fact that she's standing there, she's strong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was it was pretty it was pretty inspiring. She she she's he's like you should become. He's like if you want, you can go through my trainings and become an instructor. And so that's what she does at the end of it. So here's the question I have. Yeah, I'm I'm going to veer away from all Brazilian rapes. Yeah. and move into a less rapey direction. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the takeaway from the documentary. Mm-hmm. Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. put her bed. Does he know what he's doing? Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Okay, I really think he does. I don't. It's not. Are you going to pay five thousand no, dollars? No, I don't think I need it. I, I, I think, I think, I don't think he can hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I mean, I don't think he would say, and I wouldn't say that. Like, these people also need counseling. A lot of them, right. if they're not already in right. counseling, they need counseling. Some of them need meds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They need help. They need support. They need people in their lives to support them. But I don't think there's I don't think there's anything bad. He's not negatively impacting anyone. Right. Even the lady that broke up with her boyfriend is like big deal. You know what I mean? Like follow up question. Yeah. As the most skeptical member of this podcast, <laughs> would 
I buy into Tony Robbins? Or would I go, eh, people just want to buy into Tony Robbins, you, and so they're just going with it, and they're you, like, you changed my life. You Arr. should watch the documentary. Uh-huh. You would have a lot to roll your eyes at, but I honestly, already have a lot to roll I know, my eyes I know, at. just from talking about it. But honestly, I feel, I feel like, I feel like you'd get something out of it. I really mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would, it would take some time for you to, like, get through the layers of of accepting it, but I think I think there's some takeaways. How long is yeah. this documentary? It's like two hours. Oh, it's, it's lengthy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what about that's you? far too much time for personal growth. <laughs> what about you, Deeper? Is there anything that oh, yeah, sounds? Yeah. I'm so impressed. Just look at it. Yeah. That, that I mean, I'll watch anything and be like, oh my god. <laughs> that's kind day, of it's like, impressionable. You said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like Joel's. Yeah, <laughs> like you just admitted books. that to the internet. I have five of his books, <laughs> and I put them away whenever anybody comes over. <laughs> turn I them around. I don't want the questions. I don't want the judgment. <laughs> You'll never be judged. Turn, turn, turn them around backwards so you just see pages. You don't yes. see the, bind, the binding, <laughs> the title. That's good. Yeah, I mean that's great. You know, yeah, I'm definitely. That's on my queue. Yeah. After we talked about it, I put it on my list. I, I'm kind of like that too. I'm kind of impressionable. I have to actually be careful about that, about oh, who yeah. I listen to. Because oh, you're very impressionable. I'm, I know. You I'm hugely. Mm-hmm. And you're telling. I like. I'll. I'll go with it. You're like, yeah. I'll yeah. Go. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Well, See, I. I wish I was more impressionable. Mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> I. I wish I was, but everything anyone tells me, I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I love that about you, but yeah. Well, but it's not great. You question yeah. it. It's not great all the time. You mean it's not great for your life? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just in general. Yeah. It's very... <laughs> I think it's just two extremes. Yeah. I mean... Maybe There's Tony Robbins... There are some to being too impressionable. Yeah. Absolutely. Tony sure. Robbins could fix all of us. I could end up in a Brazilian cult. Absolutely. Just kidding. Not that one. That would be bad. No. I would never do that. But I could, I could, <laughs> given a, given enough time, like well, I can't go. I would love to go into the Church of Scientology and like, oh, like covertly record the goings on. Mm-hmm. But I'm afraid if oh, I go in there, I know. Well, first of all, they would figure it out. Yeah, they're pretty savvy. Are they? They are. They're pretty. I'm pretty sure they like. I'm not. I don't know that they do this, but I would. I would not be surprised if they like took your phone. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. When you went in. Well, and they're they're the group that has all the conspiracy theories mm-hmm. about. <clears throat> like the hiring hitmen mm-hmm. things, but see, I could never go in there because I might start to <laughs> sip on <laughs> well, the Kool-Aid yeah. just a little bit, you know. Like yeah. Man, this Hopper guy's not so bad, you know what I mean? I'm that I'm that impression. What's that about aliens? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's fine. So Tommy kind of takes from a lot of different things. He kind of takes from meditation. He kind of takes from Freud. He kind of takes from just general counseling stuff, mm-hmm. positive psychology type stuff, mm-hmm. and. um you know, kind of amalgamates it into his own thing. By the end of it, um, by the end of it, they're they're doing like a meditation in the room, and the the climax of the movie is he says he says he's walking them through this meditation, the guided meditation, and he says he says uh, make the sound, make the sound of who you are, and everyone just kind of roars. See, this is the kind of stuff you have to get, get through. The look on your face. But yeah, make the sound of who you are, and everyone just like, and it's this huge, you know, outpouring. It's pretty. This, this is one of those situations. You're like guided meditation. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I, I understand the benefits of guided meditation. Sure. Everyone make a sound. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> Does he kind of go through the whole growling thing before that, or is that like a. The growling thing? Oh, you mean the roar thing? I haven't told the roar story, right? So, okay, so one we'll know to roar instead of just being like. Well, Cause, yeah, because the like, noise I made no- would be. be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or uh, what's the girl from Bob's Burgers? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but no. So I don't think he's saying roar. I do think he's saying like yell and like believe in yourself. Um, but I didn't tell the story. There's a couple there together, so that means they collectively spent uh, $10,000 to be there. Um, the, 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 uh, the woman gets up, and they're talk- they do a, day, a whole day on different things, so this is the relationship day. Okay? So she gets up, and she talks about how she wants 
like how she wants to be with her man, like all the passion and all this stuff, and how she wants him to, you know, quote unquote, be a man and all this kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, take charge and all that kind of crap. And the guy stands up, and the guy looks like he walked off the set of Clerks, like, he, and he's like, he's he's so his posture and everything, it's it's like. His shoulders slope, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. He's kind of like looking cockeyed at Tony, like he won't like look at him. And then Tony's like, "Fuck that!" And he like takes him out into a bigger part, and he tells him this story about a lion who was raised by lambs. Right? Um, the lion was raised by lambs. Uh, came up with the lambs later on in life. The lion ends up with lions. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lions are like, "We just killed this lamb. He just lamb, you know, and he can't do it because he's a lion." Right, um, so I don't know how that story ties in actually anymore. I've, I've I can't remember the thread, but he makes the man roar in his face at him. And Tony, this is the most aggressive he gets in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's like intense with this guy. He's very close to his face, and he's like, "I want you to roar," you know what I mean? "I want you to roar." And the guy's like, "Roar!" And then he like, you know, over the course of four or five roars, he really lets it out. And then in the documentary, you learn, they talk about it. The next day, they're like, we had the best sex of our lives last night. And now I finally feel like I can have kids with you and all this stuff. It's, it's crazy. It's intense, man. Um, if a lion was raised with lambs, mm-hmm. would that lion then be a, a vegan lion? I think so. Probably be a dead lion. I don't, think, oh. I don't think lions can live off grass and shit. Yeah. I think... Uh, There's a lot of holes in this story. Yeah, Tony Robbins, wherever you're at, fix that story, <laughs> <laughs> or just put it back in my brain the right way because no. I know I'm missing. So, and yeah, all in all, it was a very enjoyable documentary. I definitely would watch it, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he's full of shit. I really think he's legitimate. I mean, and to hear him tell it, he he endured some physical abuse from his mom. You know, and that's kind of the. But he still he forgave his mom. He kind of they still have a good they have a good relationship now. Well, of course they do. He's Tony Robbins. Right, he fixed it all. Yeah. But so he 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 came, he found it within himself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then he, at some point he realized he started competing in like speaking competitions and stuff, okay. and he won every fucking time for persuasion. So oh, he's wow. he's got that's his strength. He's just naturally charismatic and good at persuading people. I mean, I guess it's good that this is the. Path he's chosen. Right. He it's, could like, form a cult or something. Yeah. But he, instead, yeah. he's chosen to to yell at beta males mm-hmm. in front of large groups of people. Yeah. And then it's make better. them have good sex. Right. Hey. Making the world a better place. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, it's better. He, he's not lobbying for cigarettes. He could be doing that. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Oh, man. If he was a lobbyist. Oh, my God. No, maybe he should be president. Oh. <laughs> We might get something done. Uh, I would probably vote for him over some of the other options we have currently available. I'm, I'm just going to write my name in. I looked at the Green Party. I quickly realized that no one takes the Green Party seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm a... My, my new thing that annoys me in life mm. is all of the people I know who aren't happy... Uh, with Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. or Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and so they've decided to vote for the libertarian mm-hmm. yeah. candidate mm-hmm. when none of them actually know what libertarians are. What's that guy's <laughs> name again? Uh, Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. Thank you. Um, and libertarians are nuts. Yeah, I mean that's really if all you, there is to it. If yeah. you like anything the government has, <laughs> yes. You don't want to be a libertarian. You don't, if you if you are totally in favor of letting the market reign, mm-hmm, meaning mm-hmm. you will get fucked. Yeah, yeah. If you're not on top, you're fucked. Um, there should there'll be um, some. I mean, we're already kind of there in a way. You know what I mean? We're already kind of getting fucked as people in the middle. You know what I mean? But yeah, most people don't realize that being libertarian means there's no there's no military. Mm-hmm. Drugs are all all the drugs. Are legal. Yeah, everything. Everything is. You can do Constitution's legal. Um, I mean, as no, long as it doesn't affect other people. Right. There's no restrictions on guns. Uh, the, we we have no like we basically forfeit foreign policy yeah. in a big way. Yeah. So yeah, we don't need to talk to other countries. We're fine. 
you know. Actually, that's probably better than Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. The other extreme. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were gonna say something, Dubert? It looked like. Was I? I don't know. I just... But the Green Party, man. I pull them up, and the first thing I see is an article in Politico that says the Green Party could be a real threat if they actually took themselves took took it seriously. And they're just this guy's describing, um, you know, when they nominated their candidate. I do not remember her name right now. Jill Stein. Yeah, Jill Stein. Yeah. Thank you. Party? That's yeah. right, Jill Stein. Yeah. And then post that, there were like poetry readings and like drum circles and shit. It's like, guys, come on. Oh, well, all the third parties are like that, though. Yeah. You're not Crazy. Yeah. Your case. Yeah, you're not helping your case. Yeah. The Libertarian Convention. Mm. There was a guy in a cape. Really? That was a candidate. Uh, there was what? a guy in a cape. Not Vermin Supreme. Uh, Have you heard of Vermin Supreme? Maybe. Vermin Supreme is is real. Um, he it's his name. Uh-huh. Vermin, uh, Supreme. Vermin Supreme. He's this guy, big guy with a big beard, uh, wears a boot on his head. Nope, that's him. Perfect. Really? Yeah. 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 He was one of them. The yeah. Vermin Supreme was yeah, up there for the Libertarians. Boothead. Yeah, boothead. Yeah. I'm I'm fairly certain of that one. Oh my god. Um, one of the candidates was the guy who. Create McAfee antivirus software. Yes, and also is wanted for questioning for murdering his wife. Right, he's on the lam. So Isn't he on the lam? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like hiding yeah. in South America. Uh, well, uh, apparently he came here to run for president. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. That's fun. So uh, third parties don't take themselves seriously. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, but what you gonna do? What you gonna do? I mean, I kind of. Uh, in values, I kind of agree with the green people. You know, I mean, to me, the environmental issue is at the top of my list. That and, like, don't fucking blow everybody up, you know? Um, but, yeah, it's just not... Yeah. It's not a good time, people. No. It's not a good time. Nope. Not a good time. No. Bummer. This is like a Lena Dunham movie. Yeah. Well, see you later. Let me cut myself. Um, we need Tony Robbins to come. We do. Pump this thing up. We just need a, We need little trampolines to stand on when we do this show. I have the uh, the coworker I was talking about that uh, is the dungeon master. Yeah. When he works from home, he has a tiny trampoline, oh, no. and he will work on his tiny trampoline. <laughs> Who is this man? <laughs> He's the the trampoline dungeon master. We can I ask you a, a serious question? Yeah. Is he your superior? No. Okay. No. Okay. No. He's he my equal. Okay. He's your equal. That's good. That'd be so hard. I am equal to a dungeon master. <laughs> in life. Yeah. So that in life. I don't know what that says about me. We should start but. another show that's just the secret lives of dungeon masters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where we just interview dungeon masters. Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? Briefly. Briefly. You, you would think I'd be into it. I, I mean, I, I don't know anymore. I don't know who's into what as far as Dungeons mm. and Dragons. Okay. Is. I played I'm very it, confused by it. I played it once with my cousin, mm-hmm. who's younger than me. Um, he, I love to tell this story because I'm obviously right in this story. Um, <laughs> he, um, we're playing it, and I don't know shit about it, right? And I'm probably 18, and he's like 15, right? You're right, right. Well, what's five minus? He's 13, so. So, we're playing, and we play around, and I'm like, oh, this is fun, kind of fun. Like, I'm making up a story. I'm, he's, like, helping me along. I'm participating. I get into, like, a cave or something. As does I, happen. And I find some sort of item. I'm like, this is great. And he's like, that time I went easy on you. <laughs> and then the second round, he, like, laid down all these rules. He's like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. It was a litany of fuck. It was like reading the Old Testament. It was horrible. So, So you got... The beginner's round of Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. Yeah, and then, then he ramped you up into normal Dungeons. Yeah, and Dragons. And it took was off the training wheels. Right, right. It was not fun. Not fun at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about it. It seems like there are a lot of rules. There are a lot of rules, and I think they're arbitrary. Board game. Not exactly. Like you need dice and you need imagination. I think paper. Because you have, a, you, like, you develop a character. You, you need a dice and a sense of whimsy. There you go. Okay. And I, I don't have either one. You lack those. Yeah. So. <laughs> you certainly don't have a sense of whimsy. Yeah. Well, actually, you do. It's nah. Just, it's in there. 
it's in there somewhere. Oh, you stop it. Oh, I will. You stop it. I never it. will. Yeah, I, um, he, my coworker keeps telling me about Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Almost in a way where it's like he's trying to convince me mm. that Dungeons and Dragons is a viable time use. <laughs> I, I, like a good, uh, he spends hours planning these Dungeons and Dragons quests? Yeah. Are they quests? I don't know what I, they are. I, let's call them quests. Okay. And, like, draws maps. Mm-hmm. He has graph paper. Yes, and yes. Draws, this is a feature. Draws maps. Is that, like, a game piece? They probably exist. I don't think it's necessary, though. it literally all in your head? I think it's literally, like, you, like, if, okay, let's do this right now. Let's find. Let's figure this out. Let's and like the find. Rules. Yeah, let's. Are they also made up. Let's create our characters. I think there's a lot of rules that are set in stone, and then I think there are some arbitrary rules as well. Create D and D characters. Let's D&D. see what happens. This is, by the way, excellent podcast material right here. Why? You looking up. D and D stuff on your phone. Oh, it happens. Listen to Joe Rogan once in a while, why don't you? I'm not. It's the going whole to do show. That. You know I'm not going to. Do that. <laughs> I like Joe Rogan. You know so. how I feel about Joe Rogan. I've 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 gotten into it even more. Okay, here's a wiki how how to create a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> character. Um, they have a wiki how for everything. I love it. They do. Uh, Re- real quick wiki how story. Yeah. Uh, when my wife was trying to convince me to go to a birthing class. Oh. I pulled up the WikiHow page and told her, it's right here, we don't need to go. <laughs> on giving birth? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm amazed. A whole, there's a whole WikiHow page on laboring, on uh, how to make it through the laboring. So wow. you, do you just show it to her while she's giving birth? Yeah. Like, here you go. Start at the beginning. <laughs> um, number one, it gets right to the heart of the matter. Mm-hmm. It all have, it's all about the dungeon master, the DM. House rules. Each dungeon dungeon master has different house rules. Mm-hmm. Number one, check with your DM before you start. They may say no half orcs or no evil characters. They may even have a different plan for rolling your stats. Okay. Don't you don't you kind of get like pissed off when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons and they say no half orcs? <laughs> like all I want to do is half orc. I just want to be a half orc. I want to go half orc, but yeah. they want full orc, and that's the whole thing now. <laughs> Uh, character creation. Yeah. Different peoples. Different peoples. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Jesus Christ. This is promising. Different peoples use different steps. Um, as some may start choosing class, some the race, and some even the alignment before. Not, there's not a hurt, fucking hurts sentence. my head. In there, it's horrible. What's happening? You can imagine your character and choose race and class on how you want to do it. Oh, my God. This person fucked. Race and class? Uh, yeah, race and class. Choose your race. All right. Okay. Um, okay. This okay. choice will determine many factors, including racial feasts. Feats. Feasts. Okay, <laughs> um, okay I'm Blasian, I call but, it. Yeah, you're Blasian. <laughs> I want to be... Can I be a lady? Um, um, but the most know. important at this stage is that it will affect your stats, your appearance, and your background. Okay, okay. This is giving me nothing. Nothing. Well... What are, oh, here we go. Okay, here's some classes. Okay. You can be a fighter. Okay. You, you can be a thief slash specialist. You can be a magic user or a healer. I want to mm. be a thief. I want to be a magic user. If I'm going to be anything, I'm going to be a thief. All right. Thief, magic user. Specialist. Specialist! Why not? <laughs> Does it... Say what, I don't know what, that means. what you're a specialist at. <laughs> no. I don't know. I think you get, <laughs> you to, get to just pick. I think you get to pick. I'm a baker. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to be your, um, oh, what do you want to be a specialist in? Uh, what makes sense in the context of? I think like wood carving, maybe. Crafts. Dragon crafts. stabbing. <laughs> Game winning. <laughs> Word. Woodworking. Dungeon master uh, remediation. Smith. <laughs> oh, you have to use dice to create your character. This is maddening, oh. by the way, for someone who knows what the fuck is going on. Oh, I know. I, yeah. I guarantee wow. you, yeah. as this is a Oops. podcast, mm-hmm. that at some point, someone who plays Dungeons & Dragons right. is going to listen to this. And they're going to be holding their <laughs> their podcasting device, screaming at it. Yep, yep. Because 
we're the dumbasses trying to figure <laughs> this out. <laughs> so you've got one, two, three. You got six like abilities. Okay. And I think you have some kind of you roll for these. I think strength, dexterity, con, constitution, <laughs> intelligence. I have a good constitution. Intelligence, wisdom, and charades. It looks like. Intelligence and wisdom are kind of the same this, fucking thing. Yes. Has anyone asked these basic questions before about this game? I'm sure they have. I don't know that they have. I'm gonna be honest. I just don't. Well, it's a funky have. article. It's weird. I, I mean, we're on two now. We're on a different. Oh, there's another. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm I'm a thief with great constitution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do I get to pick my race now? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I mean, are there choices, or do I? Um, Is that where you pick half orc? I, I, depending on the dungeon. Yes, I don't want to upset DM. Let's do it. Are you DM? Are you the DM right now? I don't really want to be the DM. I don't think anyone wants to be anything here. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like a lot of responsibility, right? Yeah, yeah. We what we need. We need to find someone who listens Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to um, explain to us how this works. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, just for my own sanity. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at this point, I can't ask my coworker. He's talked about it for like two years, and each time I've given mm. him the following. Mm, okay, mm. and then I move on. Mm-hmm. It's been going on too long for me to ask any probing questions mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone wants to explain it to yeah. me. I will buy them graph paper for their new <laughs> <laughs> as a reward and whatever necessary dice. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I think we have Yahtzee or something. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> um, no, I, I yeah, I, I don't know anything about this. Yeah, we should do that. If you're if you listen and you you do this, mm-hmm, reach mm-hmm, out, reach mm-hmm, out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you don't do this but want to figure it out and tell us how it works, great. If you want to just lie to us and mm-hmm. tell us you know how it works and then make it up, fine. We don't know. All good. WikiHow's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> how many? Let me ask you guys this. This is more of a social question. Yeah. How many hookups do you think happen based off of D and D? So many. So many, right? Like a half work I mean... and a thief. You know. You mean like D and D characters? Or people that's playing D and D. That's a good question. Like within the D and D. Do you get more hit points if you like? Well, fuck each other. I'm just, I'm just saying like the the D and D community. Yeah. Tends to be one specific group of people. Male. Yeah. <laughs> and like... most of them, I'm assuming, just based on hygiene, are super straight males. <laughs> I, I feel like the the girls that are in it are probably like so bombarded mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with you know what I mean. It's like, actually probably they're... a great way for a girl to meet like thirty or forty guys, <laughs> right? Real quick. Mm-hmm. Thirty or forty unappealing guys. I wonder yeah. what the ratio is. I, that's a great question. That's a great question. If you're a D and D person, <laughs> <laughs> write us with the ratio of male to female. I will say that my coworker's wife plays. Okay, I feel and like he had married a, a person I, I, as the dungeon master. Oh, okay, so. okay. okay. I would there say I'd say it's probably I mean, sixty forty, maybe. I would say it's predominantly male, but I don't know, generous. That's, that's, you think that's generous? I would say 40? 80 20. 80 20? 70 30? 80 20. Can we compromise? Mm-hmm. We could, but I'm not going. To. <laughs> 80 20. Okay, eighty twenty. <laughs> that's kind of like the ratio at my college, but it was females over males. So I had very good chances mm-hmm. in, my, in my college. I didn't take advantage of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, have you, you've been to Great Escape. Yeah. The record slash comic book slash. DVD. All sorts of. I said of nerdy, DVD. DVD. Nerdy stuff DVD. store. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the ratio is probably similar to that place. Mm-hmm. And there's not. A large amount of females, <laughs> but the ones that are, are super cool. Super. They're edgy. All, they They're all edgy. have feather earrings. <laughs> <laughs> They're put together. They They're all survivors. Together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of the boys. 
Swank, one of the boys. Hillary Swank, you're one of the boys. And that was a very sad movie. Talk about Boys Bummer. Don't Cry? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Talk Have you seen Boys Don't Cry? Bummer. just got, like, this has become the most bummer of a podcast. Yeah, it's pretty bummery. Like, we're talking about Brazilian rape cults mm-hmm. and... Boys Don't Cry. Yeah. Talk about something less, you know, rapey and murdery and stuff. <laughs> Do something better. <laughs> sometimes, Diana, sometimes for us, the struggling is the best part. Yeah. Like, as we struggle and squirm, mm-hmm. I think that's what the listeners enjoy the most. I believe it. Yeah. I did have another dream last night. Do tell. I didn't tell you about this already, did I? No. I had another dream. So we talk about my dreams a fair amount. Far, far more than we should. Yeah, oh, far more than we should. Yeah, oh, yeah, on the oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. We get, we, get, we, get, we get a lot of material in my dreams. Okay. So last night I'm dreaming that I am... At a funeral. It turns out it's my funeral. However, I don't look like me. I kind of look like an elf version of me. <laughs> like I have the big ears. What was your uh, constitution score? It was like forty-five. <laughs> it was really high. Cool. Yeah, cool. that was zero on everything else, but <laughs> fucking constitution. All right. Um, yeah, wisdom was high and like very low. It's, it's a weird dichotomy. Anyway, um, I'm an elf. I'm alive. Also yeah. in this dream. And this, 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 this funeral ceremony is happening, but it's happening outside. Outdoor okay. funeral. I'm looking okay. up these symbols right now. Oh, great. Yeah, Thank you. This dream. used to be my job, and yeah. I like that she's taking it she's over because like I hated that? doing it. Oh, Diana oh, I is, Diana is killing it. Killing yes. it. Killing it, D. Okay. You're coming back. Yeah. We need some female energy up in this piece. Yeah. Um, our, okay. wives are ve- our, our wives are always kind of annoyed. When they come on this, <laughs> yeah, it's usually more of um, like we force them to come yeah, on, yeah, and they reluctantly agree, and then the whole time sit here and just. Oh, last time I, I last time I called my wife to come downstairs to for us to ask her asinine questions about Victoria's Secret. No, they were not asinine. They we, were great questions. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, we can get back into them. I don't want to. It's, it's settled. It's settled. Um, so I'm doing yoga. In this dream, and as a dead man. Wait a minute, you're at your funeral. I'm alive, but it's my funeral. You're doing yoga at your funeral. I'm doing yoga at my funeral. I'm an elf man, by the way. Now, real quick. Yeah. At your funeral, yeah. are you viewing your dead corpse, or are you? Mm-hmm. I'm participating in the ceremony. But like as a spirit, so- as an alive person, we're having a funeral for me, though I'm not dead yet. Yeah. What okay. You got? Okay. I'm, I'm still working on it. Okay. Um, okay. So it's like a preemptive funeral. It's like a, yeah, it's like I'm gonna die. Okay. As an elf man. Uh huh. Okay, so everyone, it's anticipated. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's not a good right. word for death. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And you're doing yoga. I'm doing yoga. Are the other people doing yoga? I think I'm the only one. I think I'm the only you're one doing yoga. You're a really rude funeral goer in your dreams. I know. Okay. To be fair, it's my funeral. Mm-hmm. I can kind now, of do what I want. Also, the <laughs> yoga. Yeah. Like. Downward dog, like you're. Actually, I think I did do you, downward dog. Okay. Yeah, I think I did do so downward dog. You have your butt in people's faces at this funeral. They uh, were this. they were a few paces behind me. Okay. So there was like a person doing the ceremony in a robe and everything. Then there was me in this like middle ground, mm-hmm. and then there were others, the attendees. So no one wanted will. to come near you because right. number one, you're supposed to be dead, and number two, you're doing yoga. Right. Okay, exactly. You're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Do you lay it on? Dream your own funeral. Symbolizes an ending to a situation or aspect of yourself. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. You may be repressing some of your feelings or parts of yourself. Dun, 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 dun. Thus, the dream may be a signal for you to recognize and acknowledge those feelings. Mm. Instead of confronting a situation, you are dealing with it by burying it and trying to forget about it. Hmm. If you are nearing death, a funeral may relate to your feelings or anxieties about your own death. Okay, that's- that because clearly I'm anxious about my own death. Um, we all know this. Elf. Elf. Yeah. Elf. Elven. I guess that's my D and D character. I'm an elf. I'm a yoga elf. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a specialist. <laughs> yeah. And your specialty is yoga. <laughs> yoga. Okay. Yeah. I have a high constitution. All right. So 
Was that the whole dream? No. Just yoga and No. Okay. The dream took a very weird turn. I'm <laughs> as they often it do. It took a weird turn. <laughs> <laughs> It the, took a weird turn. The elven yoga dream took, took a, weird a weird turn. turn. Yeah, an odd turn. Um. Um, so I am... All this is happening. Yeah. And then suddenly I'm practicing my yoga. Mm-hmm. Right? And I feel something hit me in the back. And it's a heavy, sort of solid thing, but it's gelatinous, and it's cold, and it's covered in hair. It's like a hair... It's like a jelly-filled patty thick like five pound thing of like jelly with hair on it it's really weird it was cold like jello kind of but and it jiggled um and and one hits me and a second one hits me and i'm fucking awake like i'm awake all right uh can you look at cold gelatinous (laughs) hairy ball I don't want that to show up. The CIA has some kind of a tap on the phone. I'm gonna end up on like a list. Some kind of a list. A list. I have elf. Elf, give it to me. Um, dream of an elf. To see an elf in your dream refers to some imbalance and disharmony in your life. Jesus. How? The elf often serves as a guide of the soul. Alternatively, it suggests that you need to be more carefree, worry-free, and lighthearted. Okay, so I'm I'm I need to I need to be honest with myself about something. Uh huh. There's an imbalance and through. There's an imbalance through maybe being more lighthearted. Is that what I'm getting? That's oh no, that's an alternative. Yes. Okay. But you should chill. Hmm. In other words, I should chill. Even your dream is a bummer tonight. <laughs> yeah, everything's. This, you know what? I think we I think we can call this the bummer episode. It really you know? is. Fifty nine. The Jack Chan. Oh shit! Yeah, I had another one the other day that that Deepert was in. Um, oh, she's was she like a a featured player or she was? So she okay. okay. So D- Diana, her it was like a dream. We decided it was, it was her Diane. her alter ego Diane, who's a very she's not saying, a more put together version of Diane. Mm, yeah, not saying anything negative. About got it. Her. Right? No, but power suit. She oh yeah, yeah. corporate. She's corporate. She's got her shit together. She's wow. she's the woman from Short Skirt, Long Jacket, that cake song. Okay. Yeah, she's that woman. That's Diane. That's Diane. Yeah. So Diane was in, I was at a dinner party with Diane in my dream, <laughs> right? And it's this giant feast, okay? This is how the dream opens, by the way. And everything has a Gaussian blur over it in this dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, good start, good start. Yeah, a Gaussian you blur. You want the blur. You do. Like Caillou, have you ever seen that kid's show Caillou? It's all oh, no. fucking blur, it's stupid. Oh, no. Terrible show. Kid. Fuck that kid. Um, so, um, so we're at a dinner party, um, and it's this huge feast, and there's everything. There's like country food, there's Chinese food, just massive quantities for like six people, right? And we're just we're all just very excited to be at this feast. Come in if I'm forgetting anything. Was it just you and I at the feast for like meant for like a crowd? No, but there were only. It was a huge feast for like six it was people. Too much food. There were other the people there. Of people. Very were the so. other people. They were nondescript. Yeah, though we all had like button downs on. Okay. Yeah, so Diane's associates. Diane's. Yeah. So, um, we're there, and then suddenly there's a knock at the door, in the dream. Yeah, like that. Okay. Door opens, help. and it's uh, it's Jackie Chan. Naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he needed directions home. He oh, needed, so he wasn't eating um, with you. He wasn't eating with us. He just needed to know how to get home. Okay. I feel like it was more of an outrageous thing. Than that? Am I downplaying it now? I don't know. I don't remember now. But it, was, it was very, very random. Is this the thing that I need to... Is this the thing I need to liberate from myself? Is Maybe so. <laughs> if we could tie these two dreams together. <laughs> Jackie Chan, I mean... Did he eat? He didn't eat, no. He wasn't there to eat. Jackie Chan probably doesn't feast a lot. No, he was trying to get home. He's a pretty fit man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless he's drunk and mastering it. He doesn't... He doesn't take part in giant feasts. No, I don't think so. Not that kind of thing. And it was like a Thanksgiving... It was yeah. There was Thanksgiving food and country food, and there was also like Chinese, oddly. There was a lot of food. Okay, so that kind of ties into... Mm-hmm. Will you look up feast? See what a feast is all about? And Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Jackie Chan is in your dreams, 
Look, look up Feast and Kung Fu Master. Oh. I have been thinking about Kung Fu a lot. I've been watching a lot of Kung Fu movies. A lot. Yeah. Well, that that would be because you've you've befriended the... Uh, Jeff from Kung Fu Driving Podcast? Yeah. yeah. Great show. I say it all the time. Yeah. Love that guy. Um, Love you, Jeff. Uh, so, oh, quick quick announcement, by the way, while she's looking this up. We're going to start uh, video streaming these on YouTube. We have a, a YouTube channel now. Uh, this one will not be video streamed, mm-hmm. but I'll probably put it up with like a slideshow or something. But in the future, expect to see us. I, well, I, not me. What, we're not going to put you in frame? Well, I mean, I might be in frame, but I'm planning on like going and getting a Richard Nixon mask or something. Okay. Just to hide. That has some interest. Yeah. 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 Intrigue. Feast? Um, yeah. So, To Dream of a Feast foretells a, a pleasant surprise is being planned for you. Ooh. But to see disorder or misconduct, which I don't believe there was because... There was nothing Diane would forget. not allow. <laughs> Diane does not allow disorder in this country. It, would, it foretells quarrels or unhappiness through the negligence or sickness of what? Of what? To see disorder or misconduct at a feast foretells quarrels or unhappiness through the negligence or sickness of some person. Hmm. All right. Jackie Chan. To arrive late at a feast, Jackie Chan, denotes that vexing <laughs> affairs will <laughs> occupy you. Hmm. I was on time. We were on time. Well, now, wait a second. Mm-hmm. If, does that mean that you are dreaming that vexing affairs are going to occupy Jackie Chan? I think so. <laughs> I think this is a predictive dream for Jackie Chan. You really need to tell him about I need this. to get in touch with you, Jackie. <laughs> Jackie Chan? Oh, there's a lot of meanings behind Give me, like, one more. <laughs> <laughs> At random. Um, At random. Okay. Um, bu- 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 See, seeing a feast in your dream indicates your emotional needs or sexual appetite. Pleasant surprises may also be in your near future. Oh shit! I don't want to fuck Jackie Chan. Seeing disorder at a feast for to- okay, that's the same shit. So there's a lot of like sensuality and gifts with and, feast. Um, well, this is uncomfortable. Overeating. Yes. There was that. Too much what of a you overate too? Well, it's just there. It was there. Well, but mm. do we, like, do you know how it ended? I'm thinking indulgence is probably like the theme. Indulgence. Did you get a conclusion to the dream? No, it, it was Jackie Chan popped in one of directions, mm-hmm. and that was it. End Did you story. leave Diane and run away with Jackie Chan? I didn't go. Actually, I didn't answer the door even. Someone else at the party answered the door. So you're like an innocent bystander in yeah. your own dream. Yeah. And Diane was there too, and she didn't answer the door either. I don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Diane that's not, that's not Diane. Um, I mean, also food is good, so I could also speak. Yeah, that, that food that's is actually good. probably a better dream. Food is good. I dream about food a lot. So. Do you? Let's talk about your dreams. By the way, do you guys keep seeing something, or am I just insane at this point? I I keep seeing you look over to your okay, right. Okay, so it's me. I think I'm seeing the light. Reflecting. Yeah, and that's Maybe when I'm catching both. my eye. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a good feel of it. Yeah, it could be the ghosts. It could be that, too. All right. Yeah. Mm. Dun-dun. I don't know what just happened, but I didn't care for it. <laughs> I was not a fan of that. So you, will you come back? Yeah. You come back on sometime? Yeah. Okay. Will you wear a power suit next time? Absolutely. Fuck. No, no, yes. Do you want Diane or do you want Diva? I think I we mean, can alternate. A visit from Diane. Well, visit from I don't Diane know. It, nice. might, it might ruin the podcast. Diane we might have to be all business. Diane will take it. Yeah, it's all business. <laughs> it's all, you're showing us pie charts. Diane's here. We, yeah. can't, <laughs> we can't mess around. Wait, what was Diane's model again? Our motto? What was her motto again? You just said it. You just said something. As Diane. Say it loud. What did I say? Say it proud. Say it proud. As Diane. As Diane. Say anything as Diane. Oh, just something as Diane? Just oh. say it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't 
is this is so not Diane. No, this is not Diane. What do we have to do to make Diane come out? That's the thing. It's sporadic. Do I need to put like a Panera sandwich on the table if and then she come out, or like a latte? If we say latte. Diane's <laughs> name Diane. three times, does she appear? Oh, let's do that. One, Diane. Diane. Do you have a blazer nearby? Diane. Diane. <laughs> 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 she's she's listen. That's number. That's rule number one. Diane does not respond Di- to. That's so Diane right so there. Diane. Diane does not come when she's called. It, no. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Hot dog. Diana should never speak for Diane. Sushi jackknife? Sushi jackknife! I guess. <laughs> there are fucking ghosts in here, guys. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but they're like Scooby-Doo ghosts. Yeah, they're Scooby-Doo. If you just, just pull their mask off. <laughs> it's just like... Do you want to put the pits up? 